Hello, everyone. This is your girl, Tough Tiff, and I want to thank you for tuning in to a brand new episode on Tiff the Truth. And today's special segment is Tell Tough Tiff All About It. And this is where we learn and grow together. And we're talking about relationships, love, and couple goals. And you know, it's this thing we call love. And I ask that you join me on the freeway of love. And we have to make sure that we buckle up and we look both ways. Let's adjust our mirrors before we start driving because we got to be careful because we're talking about different relationships and we're talking about all the things that happen in relationships today. And I have some good questions for you. And I have a couple of follow-ups. I have some updates from a previous Tell Tough Tiff all about it. So we have an awesome show planned for you today. But before we get started, on this beautiful day, on a Monday, January 23rd, 2023, we have a special holiday that we're celebrating. And today we are celebrating National Pie Day. Yes, you heard me right. Today is National Pie Day. And you know, that's one of the nation's most favorite dessert. And it doesn't matter if you like apple pie, cherry pie, cream pie, lemon pie, which is actually my favorite, fruit pie, and the list goes on and on. But make sure that you eat a slice of one of your favorite pies. And it don't matter if you get it homemade, make it yourself, or go to your favorite restaurant, but take time today and get you a slice of your favorite pie. And let's celebrate together National Pie Day. And this is just a fun fact for you, just in case you didn't know, but the first pie was actually discovered around 9500 BC. Can you believe that? That was a long time ago. And some people said it was in the beginning of the new stone age. So as you can see, we have been eating pies for a very long time, (laughs) a very long time. So today, celebrate and enjoy. And I hope everybody's doing good. How is 2023 treating you so far? I hope you are reaching some goals, setting some tangible goals for long-term, short-term. Are you keeping it positive? Are you staying motivated? Are you giving yourself a positive word every day? Are you thinking of different ways that you can encourage and uplift others in your family or your friends? Just remember, no negativity allowed this year in your life. And don't even let negative people even enter your circle. You want to stay around positive people and you want to keep that positivity flowing throughout the year. Because something I think that's very important is that you want to speak life over different areas of your life. So if there's any areas of your life that need some positivity, activate the blessings of God by claiming it, having faith and trusting that God will make a way. And it starts also by accepting people and loving people as they are. We can't change people. We can learn how to love people as they are. And this brings me to a verse in the Bible 
Romans 15, 17, which simply reads, Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. So in other words, don't try to change people. Just love people as they are because God made us in his own image, but he made us in different ways for a reason. So don't try to change anyone. Just love them as they are and accept them as they are. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today because one of my questions is talking about how this person identified themselves. So we're going to talk about that. And as I always say in all my shows, there's no judgment here on my part. I cannot judge you and I will not judge you. I am just here to try to help you, give you some helpful tips or to encourage you in some kind of way to help you on your journey to find love or to make the relationship that you have better. And we can all learn and grow together by listening to one another and listening to different suggestions and tips that might work for you. Okay, so beginning with the first question. Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let me give you the updates that I have. So I don't know if you remember this one. Let me bring out the letter here. I was so excited. I really appreciate when I get updates because these be some good questions. And I always want to know what happened, you know, after I gave you the advice, did it work for you? Did it not work? So I really appreciate when you get back with me and let me know what was the outcome. So this was the one I did, the last tough tiff. And this was a lady talking about a guy she had been dating for six months and he was an awesome guy, had a good job, had his nice place, a nice car, treated her well, very handsome, well built, and they was ready to do the do. Oh, let me mention, this is for grown folks now, okay? This is a grown and sexy audience, okay? Very mature audience. So if there's any kids in the room, tell them to step out. <laughs> tell them to step out. I don't want to say anything that might be too uh, too risky for their ears. Okay. All right, moving on. So anyway, this lady, she was excited. They was finally about to do to do. And he took her to a nice hotel. They had a jacuzzi. They had champagne. They did the toast, you know, all the beautiful things that comes with that first night. He bought her lingerie and she was so excited. So they finally did the do. And she was so disappointed because she said he wasn't packing down there, y'all. And we know how that is when a guy ain't packing. That's disappointing. So she was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? She was like, Cause this, is, this is a great guy. And she had been waiting for this moment. And he did not have anything down there. So she was not satisfied with the experience at all when they finally became sexually involved. So she was wondering, what should she do? So I gave her some tips. I said, well, you know what? Try the intimacy. See, see if the in- intimacy can be better. And, you know, I told her maybe, you know, try to add some toys to the mix. You know, maybe some toys that can enhance where he might be lacking. Or I told her maybe, you know, he might can take some medication. You know, maybe he could talk to his doctor and see if the doctor might can offer him something that can maybe enhance where he's lacking. So it was going to be a sensitive conversation that she was going to have to have with him if she felt that this re- this relationship was worth it. 
So here's the update. Here we go. Let me get the letter out here. All right, here we go. Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I just wanted to get back with you to give you an update on what happened between me and the guy that I had been dating for six months and we finally had sex and he was very short. Well, I felt it was worth working things out. So I took time and had a long conversation with him. I was very careful with my words, like you had mentioned to me, because I knew this was a sensitive conversation. And I explained to him how much I appreciated him, how much I, you know, enjoy spending time with him. And I appreciate the fact that he's a good father to his son, which he had from a previous relationship. And I was honest. I told him that I was not as satisfied as I wanted to be on our first time. And I'm going to be honest, he was hurt tough, Tiff. You know, he kind of put his head down. And he was like, I was afraid that this was going to happen. So, so that let me know this was not the first time he heard that. So I even really felt more bad than I did already. But he said, but I appreciate you talking to me about it. And he was like, well, what can we do? Because he said, I don't want to lose you. And I told him I didn't want to lose him. So I had suggested if maybe he can talk to his doctor, maybe the doctor might can prescribe something for him. And I said, in the meantime, I suggested some other things that he can do as far as being intimate. And then I also gave him the suggestions of what you mentioned about maybe bringing some toys in the bedroom. And you know what, Tough Tiff? He was all for it. So we went to a store and we got a few things. And I can say... He has really stepped up his game. He has fully satisfied me on an intimate level. And with the toys, that have definitely enhanced some things in our bedroom. And he's planning to talk to his doctor to see if his doctor can prescribe something. But I can say right now, I am very satisfied. And I'm so glad that I took time to have that conversation with him because I am really, truly happy. So he may be short, but he knows how to work it. All right now, look at you. All right, girlfriend with the short, short man. So you said he ain't that short after all. He figured out how to work it. And you know what? It's not always about the size. That's true. It's not always about the size. It's about how you use what you have. So that's good. He was able to figure out how to enhance what he was lacking. And like you said, he was good with the intimacy. So I can imagine <laughs> what he been doing. <laughs> so that's a good thing. Well, I'm so happy to hear that you guys were able to sit down like two intelligent and mature and respectable adults and say, you know what? This relationship is worth fighting for. And so I'm glad that you and him was able to work things out. And the fact that he wants to do something to satisfy you, to make you happy, to make you feel better. So hats off to you. And thank you for the update. And please keep me posted. Let me know how the relationship is going to continue to grow. And hopefully, you never know, might be an engagement down the line. But good luck to you and him. And I'm so glad that he is satisfying you, girlfriend. Because <laughs> that's important for us as ladies. We want to be satisfied. So thank you for the update. All right. So here is my 
Next update, I don't know if y'all remember this one, but this one was hilarious. This was about the freaky parents. Uh, She was mentioning that she was very close to her family. They would do family meetings. They did a lot of things together. You know, she was blessed to still have her parents alive and still together. She said they've been married like over 35 years. That's a long time. And she said they like little kids. She said they still like to do things together. They like to play. They like to travel. And that's wonderful because a lot of times when people get up in age, they stop doing things. You know, they're not as as close as they were when they first got married. So this is wonderful to hear that after 35 years, they still love each other. They still enjoy spending time together. So that alone, I enjoy just listening to her story. But she has some issues with her parents. (laughs) She said that she happened to come over there to the house and she got surprised. She came in and she said her parents was doing the nasty. And she said it was just too much for her to see. You know, she said her father, he had a collar around his neck and the mother had a leash and and the father was acting like a dog barking and the mother was dressed in some kind of leather gear. She said it was just too much going on. She's like, she didn't realize how freaky her parents were. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. So anyway, what happened she ran out the house. She was embarrassed and she had not talked to her parents for a whole week. They had went by her house. They was calling her because I'm quite sure they was embarrassed too. I mean, they didn't want to get caught by their child. But anyway, here's the update. Dear Tough Tiff, that's me. I just wanted to let you know that I finally spoke to my parents. I was the one that wrote to you to let you know how freaky my parents were. They had been married over 35 years, and I guess you could say they still love each other, and they still got the hots for each other. Well, it had been a week, and I finally said I got to talk to my parents. So we had a family meeting, and my parents, they said, we apologize that you saw us the way you did. But they also put me in check. They said, that's our house. And we have a right to do whatever we want to do in our house. And so if you don't want to see something like that again, we recommend that you give us a call first. Or ring the doorbell. Or knock on the door. Or holler coming in. Let us know that you're coming in in case we are doing something that you don't want to see. But we are not ashamed of what we were doing. We just feel bad that you caught us that way. And so she said she understood. She apologized to her parents for not reaching out to them, not speaking to them for a week. And all is well. So she said from that point on, she said she will make sure that she call her parents first and ring the doorbell and knock on the door (laughs) to make sure that she do not see anything that she do not want to see. Well, that is good news. I'm glad to hear, number one, that you started talking back to your parents because I'm like, come on, girlfriend. You need your parents. It's not that serious. So I'm glad that you guys were able to talk it out, work it out. 
And that's the right thing to do. If you're coming over somebody's house, it don't matter if it's your parents' house, a friend's house. If you're going over somebody's house, the right thing to do is to phone first. It's a respect thing. So by calling, said, hey, mom and dad, I'm on my way, or I'm pulling up, or I'm outside the door, I'm coming in with the key, whatever. Just give them the heads up in case they are, because like you know, your parents freaky. <laughs> Your parents on the freaky side. So don't tell them when they might be doing something. So just give them a call. Ring the doorbell. And if I was you, I'd knock on the door as well and holler and say, I'm coming in. But I'm glad that that worked out. But that was a good one. I'm quite sure a lot of people was able to relate to that, catching their parents. So (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much for the update. All right. We are still on the freeway of love. And it's like, come on, we about to switch lanes. We got to switch lanes. So you got to look both ways because, you know, in relationships, you deal with a lot of stuff. You're dealing with jealousy, lies. You're dealing with, you know, um, trust issues. You know, you're dealing with um, people faking you out. You're dealing with all kind of things, toxic relationships. You're dealing with respect. You know, so it's a lot of stuff we got to get through to get to the good part. So let's take our time as we roll on. Be careful when you switch in lanes, okay? You don't want to get caught up. You don't want to get hit by anything that might be hurtful to you. But now we get into the good part. We get into the new questions that we got. And I'm telling you, thank you to my faithful listeners. You keep me on my toes. You keep me putting on my thinking cap because you bring me some real questions. And I appreciate that. So the question I got for you today, let me get this one out. This is a good one here. And I think a lot of people probably can relate to this as well. So here it goes. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, I am crushing on the girl next door. Uh Uh-oh, not the girl next door. Okay. (laughs) He says, she has a body like a goddess. Wow, okay. She has long, wavy hair. And it seems that her hair just flows and blow in the wind like if she was in a Beyonce video. Not a Beyonce video. Her hair blowing in the wind. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. That's a good one. I love that. Okay, let me finish with with the letter. He says, he believes that she knows I'm watching. And every night at 11.59 p.m., she goes in the bathroom, takes off her clothes right in the window. And I know she know I'm watching from my bedroom and I am just enjoying the view. She entertains me every night, getting in the shower, showering up her body, putting all that soap all over her body, cleaning herself, and I just enjoy every bit of it. But now I'm ready to make my move. I'm ready to go over and introduce myself and ask her if we can go out for a drink even go out for breakfast. But I'm just wondering, what if she got somebody? What if she have her own man already? Or she might have a girl. Or she might just not be interested in me. I don't know what to do, but I know I'm tired of watching her at 11.59 every night. I'm ready to get up and close 
to the girl next door. What should I do? (laughs) Not the girl next door. I love it. So you said she got a body like a goddess. And her hair is blowing in the wind like a Beyonce video. (laughs) Oh my gosh, your imagination is something. Well, you know what? I'm going to say this. If you are bold enough to watch her at 11.59 every night, which I'm going to be honest, is kind of out there now. No judgment, but that's a little something out there that you faithfully watch her every night at 11.59. So I feel like this. If you bold enough to do that, then be bold. Go over there and introduce yourself. And hey, you never know. This might be your future girlfriend, your future woman. But it's only one way to find out. And that's the thing about love. Love is about taking a chance. So I say go over there. Say, hey, I'm the guy next door. However you want to introduce yourself. I wouldn't tell her that you watch her every night at 1159 in the shower. I would not do that. I think that might freak her out. And she might say, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. So I wouldn't go there. But I would just, you know, say, you know, I have been noticing you. I know you live next door to me. And, you know, you could tell her where you live. And and just say, you know, I find you attractive. And I was hoping, you know, if you're not involved with anyone, maybe, you know, we could go out for a drink or go out for breakfast or, you know, whatever your spill or script is and see what she say. You never know. She might say, you know what? I would love to go out with you. Or she might say, I'm sorry, I got somebody. And if she do, it's okay. It's okay. You know, the main thing is you can say you did try. And, you know, it is what it is. That's part of life. That's part of love. So the only way to find out is to go over there and introduce yourself. But please, don't let her know that you watch her 1159 every night. Please don't do that. Whatever you do, please don't do that. But good luck to you. (laughs) This was a good one. I really enjoyed the way you describe her. So if she has a body of a goddess and hair that's wavy and blowing in the wind like a Beyonce video, then that sounds like she's a very pretty young lady. And I would say go for it. Go for it. And please keep me posted. Give me an update. Let me know what happened. I would love to hear. Did you guys get together? Did y'all go out on a date? Or did she say no? Okay, but give me an update. But thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate that. All right, we're going to take a quick break here for a little commercial and we'll be right back. And I got two more questions that I need to answer. Hi, are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Are you ready to settle down and to find your person? But maybe you need some assistance on what you can do to make your love last forever. Couple goals. Well, don't look any further. Reach out to your girl, Tough Tiff, and tell Tough Tiff all about it. Let me help you. So please leave your question by email at tiffanykennedy123 at icloud.com. And I promise to answer all of your questions. Okay, let's get back to the show. Tune in. Thank you. Well, 
I hope you are enjoying the show so far. I know I am. And I want to thank you again to all my listeners for sending me some awesome questions. Like I said, you keep me on my toes. But like I state, I'm no doctor. I'm no expert. But I'm just giving you tips and suggestions of what have helped me over the years. This is based on my own personal experiences and feelings and emotions and opinions. So I hope that it will help you on your journey to find love or just to refresh or reconnect with your special person. So I hope you're still on the freeway of love with me. Let's continue to look both ways as we switch lanes of love. Because like I said, this love thing can be a little tricky. And my next question, this is a good one. My listener sent me a question. She says she has an awesome boyfriend, but he is doing too much. And here is the question. Let me get the letter here. Okay, so she says, Dear Tough Tiff, I really enjoy your shows. You definitely keep it 100. Well, I hope you can help me with my situation. I have a good boyfriend. You know, he's not perfect. I'm not perfect. But lately, this guy just is smothering me. He's not giving me any type of space. And I really feel like he's kind of obsessed with me. Because a lot of times when I wake up in the morning, I catch him laying in the bed just staring at me. Like he is just admiring my beauty. And he always want to go places with me. When I get my hair done or get my nails done, he wants to go. Of course, he's treating me, but it's just the idea he wants to go. He likes to go shopping with me to get clothes and shoes, and he just sit there patiently and wait. He likes to cook with me. He wants to do everything with me. At the beginning of the relationship, I thought it was flattering. I thought it was cute. But now he's doing way too much. And now when I go out with my girlfriends, he wants to tag along. And now my girlfriend's like, wow, he just doing way too much. We can't even talk and do what we want to do because he's with us. And I don't know what to do, Tough Tip. I don't want to hurt his feelings because I love him. And we definitely have a wonderful relationship. But I just need some space. Please, what should I do? My boyfriend is doing way too much. (laughs) You know what? This is a good one. And and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to call you Miss Way Too Much. And the reason I'm going to say this is a good one, because a lot of women wish they had that problem. A lot of women wish they had a man that wants to pay that much attention to them, so attentive, want to spend that quality time. But I understand your point of view because too much can be way too much. And in this case, I will be a little concerned. Now you might say, okay, it's flattering that my guy want to tag along with me and go places with me, want to cook with me. Now, cooking together, that's romantic. That's a way of spending quality time and connecting as a couple. So I wouldn't say too much about that. But tagging along with you, with your girlfriends, 
then getting your hair done and nails done and shopping and, and buying shoes, that's a little too much. So this is what I would suggest that you do. You always want to, first of all, be honest. That's the most important thing. And you have to express yourself because you don't want this to become a problem. And then next thing you know, when you tell him about it, you explode and then you hurt his feelings because that's something we never want to do. We never want to hurt our man's feelings. We don't never want to, you know, break that ego that they have, break their spirit as a man or manhood, as I would say. So in this case, I think it's very important that you sit down and just have a real talk conversation with him. And what you can do is suggest to your partner that he spend some time with some of his friends. You know, I don't know if he have friends. I hope he have at least one. Everyone should have at least one friend, even if that friend is your brother, your sister, your cousin. But won't you suggest to him when you're going out with your girlfriends that he could go out with his buddies? And then another thing you could do is just let him know that it's important that you have some quality time with yourself, just like he needs to have quality time with himself. You know, explain it like this. Say self-care is very important to me. So when I go get my hair done and nails done or go shopping for myself, that's my time to reconnect with myself to make me feel better because this is important to your well-being. So explain it to him that way. Let him know it's not that I don't want to spend time with you, honey. I enjoy spending time with you. I like the things that we do, but there's some things I like to do on my own. And hopefully if you bring it to him that way, he won't get offended because you want to let him know that you don't want the relationship to be put on pause or that you need to take a break from the relationship. So before we get to that point, just let them know, say, honey, I enjoy doing a lot of things with you, but there are some things I just rather do alone. And hopefully he'll get the hint and he understand that you just need a little space. And that's important in a relationship. You have to have your own say. You have to have, you know, you have to be your own person in a relationship because it seems like he's kind of depending too much on you for his happiness. And then eventually he's not going to be happy because he's relying on you to make him happy. And that's not good because you want to be happy with yourself first because as long as you're happy with yourself, then you could be happy in a relationship. So just let them know in a nice way and always start off with all the positive things that you admire and care or love about him. And then this way, when you bring the negative, it don't come off as negative. You know, let them know, say, honey, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I don't want you to be offended by what I want to share with you. Let them know, say, I, I care about you. I love you. I really appreciate how you like to spend quality time with me. I enjoy all the different things that we do. But for me, as self-care, there are certain things that I just prefer to do alone. And some of those things are, and then suggest those things to him. And then if you express yourself in that way, where it's coming off in a soft tone and you're loving and you're caring about it, I really believe that he will understand and he will respect that you definitely need a break. So just set some solid boundaries in the relationship. Say, okay, this we can do as a couple, and this is something I want to do alone. 
and then you can suggest some of the things that maybe he might want to do. So this way you are expressing your concerns, but you're not coming off in a cold tone or offensive way. And then when you suggest those things, then give him the opportunity to express himself, okay? But you can also do all of this by leading by example. Next time you want to go out with your girlfriends, say, okay, honey, you know what? I'm going to get together with my girlfriends, so I'll, you know, see you in a little bit later and leave it at that. This way, you're not asking him, do he want to tag along? You're not leaving any space there to say, you're welcome to come. You're letting him know, this is what I'm going to do. And this does not include you, but don't take it offensively. It's just, this is my time to be with my friends. And I feel if you put it to him that way, he'll understand. Because we all need to take time for ourselves, especially with all the different things that we deal with all the stresses in our life. We all need some time just to do us, okay? But this was a very good question because like I said, a lot of women probably said, girl, he want to cook with you. He want to take you shopping and get your shoes and and all that. Some some women like that, okay? But you just have to be one of them that like, hey, you said he doing way too much. (laughs) So I get it. I understand. But yeah, I will feel that way too. Tagging along with me with my girlfriends, mm-mm. That's, now, I can see if it's a couple thing, then I get it. Yeah, bring your man with you. But if it's a girl thing and he trying to tag along, no, no, boo. You need to stay home <laughs> or go out with your buddies. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. But good luck to you, you know, when you talk to him. And please give me an update. Let me know how everything worked out. But I don't think this is a, you know, make or break situation. I think this is something you could work out. Maybe he just don't know that he's doing way too much. So just take time and talk to him. But thank you so much for your question. That was a good one. Okay. Everybody, are you ready? (laughs) Are you still buckled up? Uh, Now we're getting to the exit now. So you need to move over to your right, but make sure you look back. Make sure there's no drama coming your way. But this is a good one right here. And I think this is going to help a lot of people because some people have an issue with identifying themselves. And so this person here makes it a lot clearer how they want to be identified. And I appreciate that because, like I said, on Tell Tough Tiff All About It, This is where we learn and grow together. So again, there's no judgment on my part. All I can do is just give you the best advice that I can based on my own personal experience. But this is a letter. I'm going to tell you. (laughs) I had to put my thinking cap on this one. So here we go. This is a good question. Are you ready? Here we go. Here's the question, and this is actually the final question for Tell Tough Tiff All About It. Here we go. It says, Dear Tough Tiff, some people like to be called a male. Some people like to be called female. Some people do not like to be called neither gender. And in this case, some people like to be called a non-binary. And that is what I like to be preferred to. So you might ask yourself, some people may say, I'm a he, I'm a she. But in my case, 
I like to be identified by pronouns. And the pronouns that I'd like to be preferred by are they or them. And I know it could be complicated for some people, and especially my new boyfriend. Because when my boyfriend met me, I considered myself a woman. And now I don't want to be considered any gender. So I keep asking my boyfriend to refer to me as they or them. And he is having a hard time with that. And now it's causing some problems in our relationship. And I don't know what else to do. So what would be the best way that I can handle this situation, Tough Tiff? Because he's a nice guy. It's a new relationship. But I feel that he has to respect how I want to be identified in this relationship. Like, I don't say to him, you a man or you a guy. I just identify him as my partner. And I just don't understand why he's having such a hard time identifying me how I want to be referred to. So what should I do in this situation, Tough Tiff? Please refer to me as they or them, or it's over. Hmm. Okay. So based on the letter, I'm going to say, first of all, I appreciate your question because this is a question that is very important to a lot of people because people do have a hard time with identifying who they are. Like you said, sometimes you are considered as a woman. Sometimes you may be considered as a man or some cases you don't want to be identified as neither gender. So that's why you consider yourself a non-binary. So I respect the way you explain your situation. And I can understand how that could be challenging in a new relationship. Because perhaps when you met your new guy, maybe at that time you did look like a woman. And now I don't know how you look to your boyfriend And maybe that's what the issue is. I'm not sure if this was something that was explained in the beginning to your partner, that sometimes you consider yourself a woman, sometimes you consider yourself a man. So I'm not really sure how you identified yourself in the beginning in the relationship. But in this case, I would just explain to your partner that it's important for you as a person that he identify you as they or them because depending on your part in life at that time, that's how you want to be identified. And the main thing in a relationship, you just want to be respected and you just want someone to understand you and you want to feel connected to your partner. So I would suggest to him just to be honest, sit down, with your partner and let him know that this is a new relationship and you understand that he may not get everything 
he may not understand how to always to identify you, but if he cares about you and he wants to continue in this relationship so you guys can continue to get to know each other and to be more connected to one another, then you would appreciate if he respect you and identify you as you feel comfortable with, which is they or them, like however you refer to him. So you just letting him know out of respect for me and that we continue on this journey to find love with one another, that you please identify me as I would like you to. And you might want to, you know, just kind of explain to him a little bit more so he might could understand why you want to be identified this way. And maybe if you explain it in more details, how this makes you feel more comfortable, this makes you feel as a whole, this makes you feel more as a person, then maybe he will understand where you're coming from that you don't always want to be identified as one particular gender because pronouns is one way to help us to identify as a as a person as a people and so if you explain to him that when we, you use pronouns this is still being used as a singular meaning So he might look at it as plural, but let him know it's not plural, it's singular. Because you are sometimes a woman, sometimes a man, sometimes neither one. And that's why it's important for him to say they or them when he refers to you. And then maybe you can give him a couple examples. So this way he understand how pronouns is really singular in this way to identify you. And then hopefully this will help him to be more respectful in a relationship and identifying you as his partner. Because the main thing in a relationship is communication. Communication is the key in any relationship. It doesn't matter if you're a man, a woman, non-binary, whatever you choose, whatever your preface is in a relationship. It's all about communication. It's all about being respectful to one another and accepting each other as we are. And that's what's important. He have to accept you as you are. If he can't accept you as you are, then I would say to you, they and them, you might want to move on from this relationship because this might not be your person. This may not be the one that you are meant to be because there's some relationships that are seasonal. Some people come in our lives to teach us a lesson. Some people come in our lives for a lifetime. So this may not be your lifetime partner, but this may be a lesson for you to learn, maybe to accept yourself better, maybe to appreciate yourself better, maybe to love on yourself a little bit better. So this way, when the right person come into your life, they will respect and understand and they will not have an issue with calling you or referring to you as you want to be identified. So hopefully I'm answering your question and I'm going to be honest. This is the first time I've had a question like this. So thank you so much for your question, but I wish you the best. I hope you and your partner can work things out once you talk to them. But if they still cannot respect who you are, 
then I would suggest you might want to move on and just be friends with this person. But good luck to you in your relationship. And thank you, thank you, thank you again for that question. That was a good one. (laughs) Thank you so much and good luck to you. And please update me. Let me know what happened after you had that conversation with your partner. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. I know I did. I had a great time and we finally made it to our destination. So now you can turn off the car. You can unbuckle yourself and you can step out and just try it. That's what love is all about. You got to try it. You know, you might get hurt, but that's okay. That's just one thing about love is you're taking a chance. But sometimes you have to take a chance on love. So that way you can find the person that is meant for you. Or you can find your soulmate. Or you can refresh and reconnect with the person that you're with to make things better in your relationship. And please, don't give up on that good person. No one is perfect. We all have flaws and shortcomings. Sometimes it's just a matter of having a real talk conversation with your partner to let them know what you're looking for, what you need, or what they're looking for, or what they might need from you. It goes both ways. You have to work together in a relationship. But I hope my suggestions and tips to you will help you. And thank you again for tuning in to Tell Tough Tiff All About It. And I'll talk to all of you real soon. Take care of your families and yourselves. And don't forget to smile because it looks good on you. I'm your girl, Tough Tiff, and we'll talk soon. Bye.